All right, hey, it's Amanda. And this is Dana. And we're talking about hospital bad treatment. Hospital stays. Not something, well, maybe some people, but not something everybody wants to participate in. Nobody wants to be in the hospital. I got thrown in there because one of my friends was concerned, you know. They said, you know, she seems like she doesn't want to live anymore. And so, yeah, I went willingly. But I was treated horribly. They told me, first of all, we're going to suck out something out of your belly. Some well, kind of stone. You, yeah, you had you had st- stones and sludge in your pancreas. And so they did a laparoscopy thing. And- then they went along to say, also, we're going to do another emergency surgery on you. And I was like, what? They were like, well, yeah, we're just going to take away your gallbladder altogether. It, it, you don't need it. I don't even know what it did. But they were like, look at this. They showed me. Actually, the stones in there. Oh. That they just took the whole thing out. It looked pretty bad. It feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I was treated very badly in there. And I was... like, You were there around, you know? Mm-hmm. How did I act toward the people around me? You were sweet. You were kind. You were... Um, if I could even use the term, you were... Uh, it, weren't, it wasn't that you weren't outspoken, but... You were sweet and kind, perhaps a little bit mousy, until you got walked on. And then you were then you really would speak up, well within your rights to do so. And sometimes when they... We'll, we'll talk about it as we go on. But you were mistreated. You were mistreated, in my opinion. And I feel if I wasn't there to speak up for you and be a loudmouth advocate for you... What's very um, scary is that Dana was there with me a lot of the time. I was there for over a week, and if he would not have been there, I would have just been like, yeah, whatever you want to do, whatever. Just treat me however you want to, kick me around or whatever. But um, I had just had an organ taken out of me, and the surgeon came in and was like, well, I don't think you should have any pain pills. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, those make me sick anyway. Can I go home now? Yeah, really. Really. So I guess, how candid do you want to be? Because we're talking to our audience who, in a way, are kind of like... Yeah, it's a little personal. It's a little personal. Um, I mean, a gallbladder, I mean, that's not a big deal. Maybe if they had to, like, do, like, a triple bypass or something, I wouldn't want to talk about it. But the doctor that I had was so bad. She was like, I saw that you slept in the morning. And I was like, what? Like that was a bad thing. Like I, I slept. Observed, I observed that you were sleeping in the morning. <laughs> like, I saw you sleeping. Good for that you. is so terrible. Well done. We're not doing anything for you anymore because you so can sleep. You can check that one off your scavenger hunt. I observed a patient sleeping in the morning. Yay for you. She was like, I didn't want to disturb you because you were sleeping in the morning and it was like seven in the morning and you should not be sleeping at that time. (laughs) (laughs) I observed observed you sleeping in the morning. And so uh, people that know Amanda know that she has she she keeps a very different sleeping schedule. Um, She's got a, a, a touch of insomnia. She's up all night. She doesn't sleep a lot. 
Uh, and usually she's just falling asleep by the time I'm leaving for work. So I do little naps. Yeah, you do. You uh, you you power sleep in in spots. And yeah, so for her to observe Amanda s- sleeping in the morning was seven act- in the morning. Was actually, her- I mean, don't most people sleep at seven in the morning? Yeah, <laughs> some people are still asleep at seven in the morning. I leave early for work, and that's usually around the time Amanda's finally falling asleep. And I know that she's going to get a good rest at that period of time. So uh, congratulations to the doctor for observing you sleeping at 7 in the morning. Yes, thank you, doctor, for paying wow. attention to me laying in a bed because I can't do anything else. But the issue I had the most being at your side was that uh, they would come in and talk to you about your your pain regimen and your anxiety regimen. And the the, uh, the doctors would say one thing and then the nurses would play a little bit of God. In, in another way and they would be like well you know you can't continue to take this as a fluid through your IV because you're not going to be in either you're not going to be in this wing for very long or you're not going to be in the hospital for very long so we would like to wean you off and I know in the medical profession if things are going to change with the patient the doctor will come in and talk to the patient we're going to try this we're going to try that we're going to wean you off of this this was two pills when you first came in it's going to be one pill now for the next two days and so when these nurses would come in and tell Amanda, oh, we're going to start to wean you off of this, they banked on her being dumb. They banked on her being an average patient and not responding to that. Um, and I would confront them. I'd be like, well, nobody came in and talked to us about this. Uh, this wasn't discussed. She's supposed to get these three things. She should get these three things. And uh, when the nurses were confronted with that, of course, they would fold. They'd be like, well, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, all right, I'll, we'll bring her all three. And I understand putting somebody in a position to slowly peter them down until they don't have to be taking the same exact amount they were taking. Truth told, I just wanted to go home. But but initially she had just come out of the laparoscopy. And that's um it's a they consider that a non invasive surgery because they're going through the tubes that are already there. But it hurts like hell to have a tube jammed into your spots and to go in and they they scraped sludge out and they sucked stones out. That's not a that's not even a pleasant thing to talk about. Obviously, it hurts. And she was asking for pain medication because it hurt. And then after her, I didn't ask for pain medication. I just said, "Is it time yet for me to feel a little well, bit better?" Yeah, okay. I'm saying it wrong. You weren't seeking, which is one of their terminologies. But well, that's what they would say. Yeah. Yeah, they would call it seeking, but you would say, 10 out of ten." My pain is 10 out of 10, for real. And I, I'm not lying, because yeah. um, I'd rather be back home yeah. right now so, on the couch. And and she would say, what can you give me? I know these three medicines work for me, for sure. Which one of these can you give to me? And the, the doctors would banter back and forth with her. Well, we don't want to give you this, because it has an addictive quality, and we don't want to give you this, because it's strong at first, but it weans off, and we'd rather give you this orally. And their their arguments were... But they knew I was throwing up because of anxiety. Like, when I get really scared, I throw up. Yeah. yeah you know this. You've seen, like, people mm-hmm. walk past me, and I'm like, oh, my God, that person scared me, and I'm going to throw up now. Yeah. Yeah, your anxiety is, is very genuine. Your anxiety is very real. And you would voice this to the nurses. Hey, my anxiety is right now I'm it's it's on my anxiety is on and I know I can't take that pill I know I'm gonna throw it up could you please give it to me IV and and they would argue with her about that well you need to try to take this orally well you need 
Like they were giving her Dilaudid in a pill form, which is is a slow release. And it, yeah, their argument was it stays in the body longer. But she had just come out of surgery and she needed to rest. And who cares if it's like all up front and then it, then it fades away. That all up front would have given her the, the opportunity to take a really nice nap, which she needed more than anything. Because for her to check out in a nice nap means that she wouldn't have to deal with her anxiety, means that she would have been able to rest and recuperate. And, and it seemed illogical to me that they tried to argue against that, that they would argue against that immediate care when she just came, she literally just came out of surgery, literally. And she was laying there in pain, 10 out of 10 pain. They hadn't even washed the iodine off of your belly yet. You know, and you were laying there in actual honest to God pain and they didn't want to deal with your pain up front. They were, we don't want to front load you and snow you out. And what does that mean? Snow you out means they didn't want to give you too much of one drug while you still had some of the other drugs in your system from the anesthetic. You know, they, they, they were arguing that you still had some, it was possible you still had fentanyl in your system, which is a really powerful, a really powerful drug. But, the, I mean, it all comes out in the wash. They gave me fentanyl? You had fentanyl during the surgery. That's what they said to me. They didn't tell me that. Yeah. I, I mean, like, how can they not be so forthcoming with me? I'm the one that they did this to. Yeah, that's what I... I'm glad I was there. I'm glad I was there to talk with them and, and get things worked out for you. Because it felt to me like they weren't listening to you. They didn't care. It, that, that's the one thing. I hope that's not true, I think true, it's but a it big cult way. of people that are just like, let's get some money at the expense of sick people... And treat them like garbage. And you know what? Like, I would rather me being hurt like that again and again when I go to the hospital than some old person that they're just like, oh, we're going to write her off because she's just very old and we don't really need to take care of her. Yeah, this is what a waste of money. What a waste of money to take care of this person. Disgusting people. I mean, if you want to go into nursing just to earn money, just please don't do that. That's disgusting. Yeah, and don't lose your humanitarian edge. Don't don't get in there and, and just start to treat it like a job, for sure. Because a lot of the... We had some good nurses while you were in there. We yeah. did. We had some good staff. We had some people that were very humanitarian. Great bedside manner. They genuinely cared. But that wasn't the norm. It really wasn't the norm. No, that was like one out of ten. Yeah, most people seemed like they were there to do their job, get their job done, and and play God even a little bit. Yeah, we had that one uh, nurse that was like, um, well, you gotta go. It was Thanksgiving. I was by myself. I just had an organ ripped out of me. And he was like, you gotta go. Yeah, he wanted me out of there. He, I think he had some ulterior motives just because he didn't want me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He was a nice dude, but he, he didn't want you there and didn't care that, like, you know, I was hurting really bad. And I still am. I feel the same way as that that night on Thanksgiving. And he, he brought in half of your medicine. And you're like, well, where's the other part? And he's like, well, we're, we're just going to try this much right now because we want to wean you off because you're probably not going to be here for very long. I was like, okay, and I, well, no, give me my medication because I am paying you. You're not paying me. 
Right. And he still maintained that we're only going to give you half argument. And so I actually had to go out to the desk and confront him. And I said, look, no, no doctor came in and talked to us and told us that your regimen was going to be halved. And he's like, well, I, I really would like to see her come down. I said, yeah, you would. That's fine. I understand. But that wasn't her order. And neither is that your order. You're supposed to follow the doctor's orders. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I'll go get the other pill. And he did so. Yeah. And he did. But I, I shouldn't had to have been there to be an echo board for you. No one I'm glad I was, but stood in in the way if you weren't there. Yeah. So I'm so glad I was there. Creepy. I'm glad I was there, but I'm sad that I had to fulfill that role for you that they wouldn't just listen to you. I told you several times, like I only go to the hospital because I'm agoraphobic and I don't like leaving the house. So if I think I'm in real danger, I go to the hospital. That's it. Right. So they think I just go there for fun or some like like some kind of wonderful Disneyland. Well, they they assay you with the textbook definitions, and you don't you're not a textbook person. Most people aren't either. The text- like hey, let's go down the water flume into the triage. Like no, what the? F- <laughs> yeah, you're not there to have a good time. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's 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 take the lazy river to the fifth floor. I'm sure a lot of people do that. Maybe is that why they're so hardened? There are seekers. There are seekers that will go in and put themselves in a situation where they need to be treated. And that way they can get their delighted and their fentanyl and the things that they... Because... I didn't want any of those things. I just didn't want to hurt very much. Yeah. Well, I know that. I didn't ask for any specific thing. I said, I know that... um, this thing worked for me. This one does not. So don't give me that. I won't take it. I will throw it up. Um, like, they try to give me Atarax. Atarax instead of Adderall. Or Atarax instead of uh, 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 um, the, the anti-anxiety med you yeah. were taking. Shoot, now I forgot the name of it. Gone right out the head. But yeah, they were trying They were trying to give you Atarax instead of... Uh, and I was like, no, 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 thank you. I'll just lay here. I can just, just lay here. Yeah, and you were clear about that, too. You said, look, it doesn't work. I've taken this before. It doesn't do the same thing as what you've got me on now is doing. So please don't do that. Don't switch it up. And and then they were doing the, uh, um, they were scale assessing you for you to even have the one anxiety med that you needed. What was it? It was Ativan, right? Yeah, Yeah, Ativan. That's it. You were on Ativan, and they were doing the, uh, the Pika scale. To see if you, uh, qual- you know, like, does she have the shakes and does she have this? And is they didn't she- even ask if I had the shakes. Is they she- didn't ask to look at my hands. Is she visibly sweating? Are her palms sweaty or does she have beads of sweat on her forehead? And there's like 19 things you're supposed to go through on the on the scale. And then at the end, if you have a score of 19 or higher, like if you get one point on each one or or higher, then you're, you're supposed to get your drug and... We never, ever observed them. I never even wanted any drug. I wanted to go home the entire time. I was like, please let me go home. Get me out of here. I only came here because someone said that I was suicidal. So we are home now after a very poor experience. All together, we spent Thanksgiving together in the hospital. We spent our first Thanksgiving together in the hospital. Um, Which Thanksgiving is 
my mom and I's favorite holiday, cooking. And mine too, for, for eating. <laughs> but um, it was a really mean experience. And don't believe if you don't want to, but I am going to be talking to the patient advocacy. Advocacy board. Yeah, yeah. I recommend it. I recommend it. It was a mean thing they did. Like, they ripped an organ out of me and they were like, yeah, you know what? But F you, though. Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty much F you. And uh, the surgeon that came in at the end was going to send you home with nothing. Yeah, he was like, well... Your doctor is giving you eight pills for pain. I haven't even filled that. But um, I was like, is that like common practice to send someone that just had like an open organ removed? surgery removed? Like an organ just taken out of their body. Just give them nothing and just say, go on your way. Be, be gone. <laughs> and he was like, uh... No, but uh, it was nice talking to you. And yeah. then he like, he, like, ran out of the room. He didn't even acknowledge you, which is really, really pathetic. No, he did acknowledge me. He was like, it was nice talking to you. And I was like, well, yeah, you too. I mean. But he was, like, running yeah, out of the room. He didn't engage your questions, though. He didn't engage your conversation. He's just like, well. Oh, oh no. shit. This <laughs> person doesn't under understand that I am better than them. Yeah, uh-oh. She thinks we're on the same level. She's asking questions that I don't think I have to answer, so I'm out of here. Just sad. That's really sad. It's really sad living in a town like this where there's one hospital. There is another one, but it's... They switch back and forth between each other, so I think they're probably... Affiliated. Yeah, I think they're they're definitely in bed together. They work together. Um, it's scary. Like I'd rather drive like four hours to like Billings or something. Yeah. To just be like, please, if anything else happens, like I would be like, Dana, please drive me all the way to Billings. Time for a road trip. You know, we're not gonna. I don't want to see you go back to that hospital. That was a bad experience for you, and it was bad for me to watch you go through that experience. I don't want you. It to... was mean, right? I mean, like yeah. I, they were treating me bad, but like all I could do was lay in bed. So what were they so mad at me about? Just being there? No, this isn't a reasonable question. It's a sur- this is a super reasonable question from a very logical position. You were there under their care. It's not like you were getting out of bed and causing trouble. Yeah, I wasn't like wandering around like shoving people into roads and And you couldn't. You're you're uh <laughs> not that you would have done that, but you couldn't. Your your pain was such that you couldn't even sit up. You couldn't even sit up. I mean it was ten out of ten plus. And if if you moved the wrong way, it was just jacked right through the ceiling. So it just it was an unreasonable experience altogether. It was a very unreasonable experience. Very mean, I would agree with you, that you were treated poorly. I just think... Not by everybody, but your overall experience was poor. You had some good nurses. If I were a nurse, I would never treat someone like that. Never. Even, I mean, I remember one time I was in the ER right before I got into the ICU. And, um... 
this guy was screaming because he was stabbed by his wife or girlfriend or something. He was just right next door to me. And there were cops all around just, like, watching him. And I was like, is, is that guy going to be okay? There was blood everywhere. Because I had to get up and go to the bathroom. So he was bleeding all over the place. Oh, boy. Like, everywhere. And they weren't nice to him either. But I think they treated him nicer than they treated me after getting surgery. <laughs> That's really sad. That's really sad. They're like, we understand you're feeling pain. No one ever said that to me. <laughs> no. I was just like, I want to go home. Can I go home? I wasn't asking, like, can you give me pain stuff or, like, something to uh, make my belly stop hurting because you ripped something out of me? No. No, no. No, in fact- I, I didn't ask that. I just said, can I go to bed? And then the doctor had the gall to say, I saw you sleeping in the morning. <laughs> I saw you sleeping. I observed what the you, fuck? I observed you sleeping at 7 a.m. Uh, yeah. You probably should. Maybe that's why you're so mad <laughs> at the world. Yeah, maybe you should go back to bed, El Doctor. So, so this is our conversation. This was Amanda's bad experience in the hospital and uh i was there to observe it so this isn't this isn't a one person story this is i i got to see how she was treated and i really do feel if i wasn't there as a vocal advocate for her she wouldn't have received she wouldn't have received the care she was supposed to be receiving so i guess what we want to know via this conversation is share your stories with us Share your stories with us. Have you had uh, equally bad experiences, maybe worse? I mean, I know there's people that have had surgery and had things left inside of them. That's no good. You know, it, it just seems that the, the medical profession, the medical practice is... I don't trust doctors, sloppy. and I do not trust people who fly airplanes. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Pilots and, and that, doctors. Uh, words to live by. Pilots and doctors and, and carnies. I don't trust carnies. They're I don't care about them. They they seem pretty harmless. No, they're creepy people. They're just weird. Um, just kidding. So share your stories below with us in the comments. Tell us any of your. What are those? Those are my feet, honey. We've we've had this talk Ew. before. God gave them to me. I'm sorry. So um, I guess that's that's what we want to talk about tonight. Thank you for listening. They put me under and then brought me back and then were like, you are drug-seeking. I was like, what? What are you Uh, talking about? I just want to go home. Yeah, that's why. That's why you went in for emergency gallbladder surgery so you could get more drugs. (laughs) I just want your shitty drugs. (laughs) Just give me all of them. That's exactly why. That's it. That's it. I'm I'm in here for a, a gallbladder removal so I could get more dilata. The hospital seems so fun to me. <laughs> the flume. We're gonna take the flume to triage. We're gonna take the flume into triage through the trial center and then into triage again and then we're gonna go do a big loop and we're gonna go back and we're gonna go back into surgery. <laughs> back into surgery. We just took out all the elevators and installed a Ferris wheel. 
stupid assholes. It's a good time. It was not a good time. But I mean, I, couldn't they have a little bit of a humanitarian spirit, like saying, like, these people are in the hospital on Thanksgiving. This was my favorite holiday. I wanted to cook for you and the dogs. But we had to eat hospital turkey and gravy. The pie was good. I guess. Yeah, it was pretty. The pie was good. The yeah. It, but they were so mean. It was just really cruel. I would think like cruelty. Um. If I would, what would you think of if you thought about the word cruelty? I would think Nazis. <laughs> wow, I guess so. Cruelty, um, cruelty would be like, uh, I guess the the um, almost like the caricature of of the uh, the person who runs the orphanage poorly, or the person who denies things, you know, from the orphans. Here's your gruel, and go back to bed. And they kind of yeah. I I would I don't know if I go as extreme as Nazism. That's pretty harsh, but they they were pretty cruel to you. They were they were withholding things. I mean, they had you for for no medical reason. Even though I asked them outright, they had you on the clear liquid diet. They had you on chicken broth and mint tea. I was like, no. And jello. No, thank you. And at least the Italian ice. Like, you know. You fed me that, yeah. I did. I I fed you the orange Italian ice, and that wasn't so bad. But clear liquid diet. I mean, like, what the hell? For heck? five days. I mean, like that's starving a person. That's kind of like a Nazi camp. Yeah, I guess so. It is that is a bit Nazi-ish. That is a bit Nazi-esque. And I don't even understand why you were on the clear liquid diet. I just don't. I I asked them. I asked them outright. I was like, "Why why are you on this clear liquid diet? Why is she on the clear liquid diet?" Oh, we just wanna we just wanna monitor. We wanna make sure that she's she's gonna be okay. From what? Well, we just we need this is part of our monitoring process. That you're not a, they didn't explain it to me, and you were hungry. You were hungry. You were hungry during that time. Hungry, hungry. And that's I like it when you have an appetite. I'm I'm ready to make you dinner and and, and feed you food. And I was really upset that I couldn't get you something. And they just here's some chicken broth and some mint tea. And what's chicken broth other than chicken tea? I mean, they were just bringing you hot liquids and jello. You were mistreated. I refused to eat. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. Please keep not, just don't bring that to me anymore. I'm just going to tell you every time I'm not going to eat that. That's not food. So this was Mandy's experience in the hospital. And I know she's had experiences similar to this before. And I just don't want you to have an experience like this again. Whatever. I hope, like, their family gets treated equally. If they have a family member that needs some kind of extended stay hospital trip... Maybe they won't be treated so well. Actually, I don't really feel like that. I feel like everyone should be treated nicely. I know you feel that way. 
I know you feel that everybody should be treated nicely. But you're bitter, and I don't blame you. Of course, you you, you just feel like... Uh, it pissed me off. It makes you angry. It makes you really upset. And it doesn't seem unreasonable that you would say you want somebody to get the same treatment I just got. I want somebody to feel like I just felt. I want somebody to know exactly. I don't, I don't want anyone to feel like that. I, I really know you don't. don't. It's okay that you said it, but I know you don't really mean it. How can people, like, like sleep at night? Oh, Amanda can't sleep in the morning, but <laughs> the nurses, they sleep at night. They're just like, <laughs> I, I just denied someone life-saving medication or just being nice to someone just denied them that and that's hilarious and that's one of the tools in their in their uh toolbox too they they like that empowerment you had retarded you had that experience right first thing the following morning anyone can become a nurse that nurse walked in and said i just want you to know your doctor is taking the morphine off of your off of your orders you know she said she said it very smugly yeah she did she came in my face and said like doctor removed your morphine I was like okay that means I can go home though right which shocked her because you took that weapon she was like she kind of like lurched back and was like what I was like yeah I can go home though now because I believe it or not this place isn't fun for me you took that weapon right out of her hand Oops. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. This is uh this is this is Dana. Amanda. And uh this was our discussion of mistreatment in the hospital. Please leave your stories or comments below and let us know about your mistreatments in the hospital. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.